Welcome again to the Actors Now. This is Denise Porrastrapat, and I'm so excited that you're here another week. This week, I'm here alone. It's a solo cast, but last week we had an amazing guest. And if you haven't listened to that episode or watched it on YouTube, I recommend you go back and you listen to Yas because she had so many amazing things to say and great advice about filmmaking, directing method acting and so many amazing things that she talked about so go back to that if you haven't listened to it and this week i'm just here alone among the fires of california like <laughs> literally i live like a couple miles away from one of the fires and it's very scary i can see the fires from the mountains it's horrifying the smoke is not letting us breathe the night is just you know, it's all smoke and helicopters in and out. And it's very, very sad. And the world pandemic's going on. And, you know, there are so many, many negative things happening right now. So I wanted to do this episode to share what I do when so many negative things happen. And everything seemed to be going wrong. And I wanted to do it, specially tailored for actors, because we, even if we're not in a pandemic, we would be struggling with a lot of things. We are always hearing no from everybody and we're always being judged or criticized or told to do better or, you know, there are so many things that can go wrong in an artist's life. It's not like we have a nine to five job and we just go there and we have our stable job. Stability is not a thing in our lives. So there are a few tips that I want to share with you today. But before we do that, I do have a positive that's going on in my life. And that is that I've started to watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm super late to the game. I've been hearing about this show for years. And I mean, to be honest, I never even wanted to watch it because to me, I was like, oh, it's a show about doctors like I just imagined <laughs> I don't know what I imagined but I didn't think it would be that good and you know my boyfriend he watches a lot of shows and a lot of TV which it's great but I don't I really I'm not someone who watches a lot of TV I read a lot I have a lot of stuff to do so when I watch TV it's like it has to be really good it has to be like a movie that I've been recommended or a movie that I know is amazing or something very specific. So he's been watching a lot of shows. The other day he was watching Suits and I just watched a little bit of it and I was like, oh, this is horrible. I'm sorry if you like Suits, but if you like Suits, please tell me why you like it because I really did not like anything about it. And then he started Grey's Anatomy and I just saw a little bit of it and I was like, what, what is this? And I'm like, wait, 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 wait for me. I want to watch this too. So we started and damn it, it's so good. <laughs> like, okay, I guess technically speaking, at least at the beginning, because I'm still in season three at this moment, I started two weeks ago. It's not the best, you know, like, technically speaking, in the way that, you know, cinematography is nothing out of the world, or directing, or even acting. It's not like they're amazing performances, you know. I mean, there's good actors, don't get me wrong, but... The storyline, the writing is so good. It's those things that once you start, you can't stop. Like we've been binge watching it. Just can't stop once you start with an episode. You want to know what's next. And to this point, it's going to something like so dramatic. We're in season three. I'm, 
if you've watched Grey's Anatomy, I bet you're in season 20 or whatever they're now. But the point here is, if you like Grey's Anatomy, please DM me because I need to fangirl a little bit and talk to someone about the crazy things happening. And I'm just watching it here with my boyfriend, so it would be really cool if you're a fan of Grey's Anatomy. Let's talk about it because ah, I'm just very excited. So... Other than that, which has been, you know, making me very nervous at some points and very excited and just, you know, hating Mac Dreamy and all the drama and all those beautiful things that are happening there. I've been going through a lot, like, I guess a lot of you. And what I wanted to share this week is my gratefulness practice and I know, this sounds like super LA bougie, <laughs> like, I know Denise from New York, if she had heard this a few years ago, would have been like, what the hell are you talking about? And a lot of you might be thinking that, but I promise I'm not going to come here with meditation stuff. What I'm trying to say is that when I started practicing gratefulness, hopefully every day, because it's called a gratefulness practice and let's you know pay attention to the word practice because it's something that you have to put an effort in and it's just not gonna happen on its own and it's something that I might not happen a lot of days you know I actually have might might have not done these things for a while during this quarantine because it's you know been hard but you keep trying and you keep reminding yourself so that's why it's a practice because it's not perfect and there's not really a goal that you have to reach perfection it's something that you are trying to make yourself better and make your life better so i wanted to share some tips that might help you that keep you grateful and that in the end will keep you you know connected not just to you know other people but also to yourself and it can help you cope better with stress which we all need right now and overall just experience love and joy at a higher level so one of the first things that i try to practice on a daily basis is paying attention and paying attention is paying attention to everything that happens to you you know to every amount of love that is given to you so many times we don't pay attention to the little things and we're all guilty of this how many times we're used you know to our mothers or fathers cooking food for us or how many times we're used to being greeted in the morning with a good morning and a smile or when we get home and so many times we don't appreciate that because that's something that we always get so if we are able to pay attention to those things you know even the smallest thing maybe you have a group of friends or maybe that day you had some time to read a new play or maybe that day you had some time to watch a movie whatever it is that's happening to you, any opportunity that life is granting you, you should pay attention to that and not take those things for granted. Like, think about it. Like, did someone give you a hug today? I know we are in quarantine, but maybe you are quarantined with someone. And if you're not with someone, did someone give you a call today? Or did you, you know, have your coffee or your tea this morning? Or did you get a glimpse of the sunset today? Or did you sleep well? Like even just small things like that can make such a difference. And noticing the details not only, you know, helps you with this gratefulness practice, but it's so important also as an actor 
we thrive with details and we thrive through the little small things. So it's very important that we practice that in our daily lives too, especially right now. Which brings me to the next point, which is very similar to this. Once you pay attention to these things that are happening to you, you realize that a lot of these things might be bad, especially right now. You know, it's so easy to fall into, we are quarantined. I haven't been on stage, you know, for six months since quarantine started. And even more, you know, like I've been dwelling so much in the fact that, you know, two years ago, I moved to LA from New York City. And I haven't done theater in two years. And I'm really happy and grateful that I've been working a lot in LA and doing film and TV, which is why I came here. But I find myself a lot of times dwelling and I haven't been on a stage for two years. And it's honestly the longest time I've ever spent not on stage in my whole life. So, well, since I was eight years old. So there are so many little things like that that I bet you have to, you know, that we dwell in them the negativity the i'm not on stage i'm not hanging out with people i'm not doing auditions i don't have an agent whatever it is try renaming those things from bad experiences to opportunities to learn and redirect your life and that doesn't mean you can't be sad and that doesn't mean you can dwell on them sometimes for a little bit doesn't mean you you or I have to undermine whatever you're going through because, you know, not everything is about positivity and positivity also entails negativity sometimes. And I understand that. But if you train yourself to see something bad that's happening to you or that, you know, you perceive as bad as an opportunity, things will change in such a beautiful way. And this one is very hard. But you have to understand that Everything around you is always on your side and has your back. Whatever you believe in. I'm not going to... I don't know if you believe in God, the universe, aliens, whatever it is. There is a higher... uh, Your highest self, a higher you. And there is something that I believe in that's like destiny that wants you to be the best version of yourself. And that's like, you know, when you go in on audition too that they always say the casting director and the people in the audition room want the best for you because they want to find the right person for it. And that is true. And that's the same thing for the universe and your life and whatever you believe in. There is something that has your back. And if you understand that a bad thing doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing and you can alchemize it and change it into something good, Everything will make so much more sense. Like right now, we are in a pandemic. There's nothing we can do. And so many artists are doing that, what I'm just telling you. And I'm sure you're doing that too, you know? Like, okay, instead of focusing what we can't do, how about we focus on what we can do? All the time we have now to write a play, all the time we have now to create, you know, a community, create something, create art maybe start drawing maybe you haven't drawn in years for example that's been the case for me I used to draw so much and I loved sketching and painting and I hadn't done that since like six years ago and this quarantine I did that again and it was so so exciting or listen to music or throw dance parties and enjoy time with the people you love and just use this time to realize 
of the things you couldn't do before because you didn't have the time and all the times you complained I don't have time for this or I'm so busy well maybe now is the time and you're getting this gift of time that that's what everybody always needs more of the third practice that I do is to write it down and I cannot emphasize enough the importance of writing things down not just in this case but in everything like so many times we have ideas we think of things and we don't write it down and we say oh I'll do this another day or I'll think about this another day how many times I've gotten like ideas oh ideas for movies or for a play and I haven't written it down and then it's gone and I don't know I've never found it again you know write it down Every morning, write down three things that you're grateful for. And if you can do it morning and night, even better. And try to make them different, not every day the same. And you'll see that you can always find three things to be grateful for. And sometimes, you know, again, it's going to be a small thing, like a warm shower. Or sometimes it's going to be big things, like a person in your life or something amazing that happened to you. But whatever it is, if you can focus on those three things to be grateful for, you know... How many times have you, you know, woken up in the morning? Like right now, you might be working, you might be an essential worker or you might be, you know, you have a job where you are still working and you might hate your job and you wake up and you're like, I don't want to go. So if you can find three things that you can be grateful for, you can change that negativity that you already woke up with into something positive and you still might not want to go to your job and you still might hate it or whatever it is but you can find something positive to be grateful for and to hold on to because not everything in your life is negative and the last one and which is my favorite part of it because it's the most actionable one it's to speak it out loud I really make it my business to express my gratitude to at least one person a day. And it's usually more because I make it my business to always express my gratitude to people around me. And in this case, you know, I'm quarantined and I live with my boyfriend and he's amazing. And I always try to tell him something that I'm grateful for that day. Even, you know, like, thank you for buying me lunch or buying me dinner or, you know, thank you for doing the dishes. Like, really small things that will go a long way. But besides this, I always make it a point to express my gratefulness to someone different every day. And that could be anybody, you know. It could be your agent, you know, if you have an agent right now we might not be working but even if you're not you could send a little message how are you thank you for everything you do to me if he's still submitting you or you know when he gets you a job or she gets you a job and gets you cast you know a grateful note goes a long way even an email a little gift christmas find out when his or her birthday is all these things go such a long way Your family members, when is the last time you told your mother or father that you were grateful for something they did? Or a best friend or a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time. You know, actually, it's really weird. This quarantine, I've reconnected with two very important people from my childhood that I hadn't talked to in years because, you know, several reasons I left the country. It's been like a lot of time that I haven't seen them things happen and I've reconnected with them and you know there are so many times that we think well this person doesn't want to talk to me or this person 
eyes into something else but everybody appreciates gratefulness and positivity and if you can like you know make someone smile it goes such a long way and all these things just help your life to be you know to keep it alive to keep it positive and again there's always space for all emotions but it's important to keep gratefulness in your life to realize that not everything is wrong and that there are so many little things that we still have and so many little things that we can do and so many opportunities and so many beautiful things that are waiting for you and that are given to you every single day. Okay, so before we end the episode today, because I want to keep it really short, I am sure almost 99% that we have a guest next week, which is very, very exciting. Um, but I wanted to bring the play of the week. And the play of this week is The Love of the Nightingale by Timberlake Wharton Baker. This week I don't want to just bring the play, which I am bringing the play, but also the playwright. Timberlake Wharton Baker, I met her, well, I didn't meet her in person. Like, I didn't know about this playwright, like, three, four years ago. It was my senior year of college, and I was actually nominated for the Irene Ryans, the K-A-K-C-A, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's been so long, but you know, the regional theater festival that they do every year and I had to prepare a scene and my teacher my coach for the Irene Bryans gave me a scene uh, from this play for the love of the nightingale and it's really beautiful it has the most beautiful strong female characters and it's based on a Greek myth which I love because you know it's written contemporary but it also has the classic vibe to it and I fell in love with this playwright. I bought this complete works of her. Well, it's volume one. And Timberlake Wharton Baker is a female playwright, which we love. And she's written plays for the Royal Shakespeare Company. And she's won awards like the Laurence Olivier Play of the Year Award and the New York Drama Critics Circle Award. And so many amazing things she has incredible plays so if you don't know the playwright or this play i would check it out she writes really amazing strong female characters also great male characters but you know if you're looking for female roles this is a really good place to go both monologues and scenes incredible stuff so this will be all for this week thank you so much for joining me i'm really excited to bring the next guest next week I wanted to remind you that Sunday Spotlight right now is on a break, but it will come back real soon. Um, still accepting submissions though, so you have to go to www.theactorsvow.com and there's a section where you can submit. It's only a couple questions and just answer them and I will send you an interview if you are a good fit for Sunday Spotlight. And if you don't follow the Actors Vow on social media, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. There are so many things happening right now and there are so many exciting things coming. So make sure to follow and this will be all. So thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next Wednesday. Mm -hmm.